Yo, what's up? It's your boy G back in the motherfucking house. And it's been like a weird ass week, right? Um, it just started off fucked up, right? Um, the murder of Nipsey Hustle just kind of put a put like I don't know about everybody else, but from a hip hop fan standpoint, it just put like a bad taste in my mouth, right? Because um, I like hip hop, I love hip hop. Uh, while I don't like a lot of the new rappers, um, I fucks with the new, the, the, the guys that's relatively new, right? Even though Nipsey Hussle was kind of up there with J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar. He's been in the game a little minute and, you know, he's in his, he was in his thirties. Um, still a new rapper because I mean, I'm old enough, you know, where I was fans of DMX, the locks, uh, Jay-Z, uh, early Bone Thugs and Harmony Works, um, Yuck Mouth, E40, Tupac, shit like that. So when I say new rappers, um, new within the last ten years, right? Um, not not new new rappers, right? I guess for lack of better words. Um, but yeah, he was one of the new rappers um, that um, I kind of vibe with. You know, I like Rex in the middle. Like the song he did with YG, fuck Donald Trump. <clears throat> um, you know, I liked uh, the Marathon mixtape. I liked a few things that he did. I liked the Crenshaw uh, mixtape he did. Um, I haven't really heard Victory Lap in its entirety. Um, heard a few songs here and there on YouTube, but, um, you know, to keep it 100 with y'all, I'm, I wasn't like a... I guess for lack of better words, I wasn't like a fan fan. I wasn't a fanatic like I was with Tupac or Redman. Um, you get a little older and priorities are just a little different, right? You hear songs, you try to keep your ear to the street, but you're working on you, right? When you're 16 or 20 or 22, right? Um, you know, that's what your peers listen to. That's your peer group music. Um, you know, you're trying to be cool. You're trying to find yourself, shit like that. So, you know, you're a little bit more in tune to that whereas at 36 uh i ain't trying to be cool and shit um i ain't got to prove nothing uh, my peers are you know we're trying to we're either accomplished or trying to become further accomplished we just you know get lost in the sauce right i guess i ain't gonna say you grow out of hip-hop you just your priorities just they change with all that being said i still like good music and so when I heard a name, I was, you know what I'm saying, as a hip-hop head, I check them out before calling them whack, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to be one of them old niggas that just, you know, shit ain't the same like when I was younger, so I just write it off, right? Things change, times change, you got to get with the times. So I was always, or I'm always one of those, I guess you call me old head, that um tries to stay in tune you know, especially with the genre of music I grew up on, right? Because, like, realistically, what the fuck I'm going to do? Start listening to rock music. I mean, I have resorted to listen to a lot of oldies um, because the quality of hip-hop is, in my opinion, not as dynamic, right? I'm not saying it's not no good hip-hop. You got cast like Nipsey Hussle, uh, Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, Logic. Um, who the fuck else is new? You know, Lucas Joyner. Um, you got cats of that caliber, right? I fucks with. You know, you know, T Grizzly. You know what I'm saying? If you're looking for street shit. But it just ain't like... It ain't the same. So, you know, my attention, you know what I'm saying, is it, it, it's it's not wayward 
it just, you know, priorities change. Um, but anyways, fucking weeks has started off kind of fucked up. Uh, you know, April Fool's Day wasn't really fucking eventful, right? Nobody after Nipsey also getting killed the day before, uh, April Fool's, it, it wouldn't matter what the fuck type of prank you pulled off. It wouldn't, unless somebody, unless a chick tell you she pregnant, right? That nothing could top that shit. Cause I thought that shit was like, I thought it was bullshit. Even a day after, and a couple days after, the reality and the magnitude of it, to be real, hasn't still hasn't set in. However, that's not what this episode is about. Just a um, precursor to what I'm gonna talk about. This episode is titled, um, Is There More Than One Christ? And here at F Your Mother, we don't really talk about religion. So this is going to be an asterisk episode where I'm going to talk about religion. Um, just as it pertains to hip hop and politics, right? Now you grow up on religion. You get about 36 like me. Um, should I say like late twenties, early thirties, you start questioning a lot of shit, right? Cause in your early twenties, you're basically running off of shit. You was told and shit. You, you were told to believe you get in your thirties. You start questioning shit as to why you should believe it. Cause most of it either doesn't make sense or is nonsensical. One in the same, right? So with religion, um, you know, I'm agnostic. I believe there's something is a higher power. Um, it's a spirit creator something I don't think the bible all those fables and shit is actually real I, I think a lot of shit is exaggerated uh, retellings of stories kind of get convoluted um, and people take them for face value that'd be like taking mythical Greek um, stories like Hercules or Ares or Zeus and, and, and actually taking them for face value as being like actual or factual, right? Which the Bible never fucking verifies any dates, times, and when shit happens, right? We're just supposed to believe that it's real or all the shit took place because the manuscripts have survived over 2,000 years, right? Which is bullshit, right? It should be questioned, right? Authenticity. Um, and then questioning, you know, the authors. People wrote the book. So should I really take face value of something that another man wrote, right? He could have actually wrote a fiction, uh, fictitious story. And, and, you know, it sounded very true back in the day, right? They didn't have the internet. They didn't have uh, a lot of libraries. They didn't have media. So a lot of people believe things that was told to them, right? You, if you told somebody that there was a guy that actually uh, brought people back from the dead, well, they wasn't there. And it sounds good, right? Too good to be true, but you don't have anything to confirm it, right? Just this guy's word. You know what I'm saying? Lord forbid he got like 12 other people, right? Or 11 other disciples that verify the shit that he's saying, right? Which even people can confirm a lie. But anyways, um, the, the main thing that we're going to talk about is Christ, right? Um, people believe in this Jesus Christ character, Um because like I said, over generations and centuries of retellings and, you know, what I'm saying different revisions and, and different versions of the story. Right. People believe it because I don't know. Most people want to believe shit, even if it sounds too good to be true. Um, 
But if you look into the definitions of what the words actually mean, like his name was Jesus Christ, right? It wasn't his last name because Mary wasn't Mary Christ and Joseph wasn't named Joseph Christ, right? And the Bible never specifies what the fuck their last name was. And I can only assume that people have always had last names, right? Or for the last thousand years, right? Give me that much, right? People had last names, right? It wasn't just John. What the fuck do you do in a village if it's like a hundred Johns, right? So you got to distinguish between John K, John Smith, John Allen, right? You know what I'm saying? Different variations of John, right? Ain't nobody, ain't a hundred thousand people walking around a uh, thousand years named John. You know what I'm saying? Because people would be can would be getting confused as to like what John you talking about did what. So anyways, yeah, it's a Greek title, right? Christos, which means christened one or loosely translated from Hebrew as anointed one or Messiah, right? One who comes to bring a message uh, or deliver people from a particular plight, right? Um, history, and I'm only going to go, you know, within the last 70, 80 years, right? You had, um, as far as I could go back, uh, Marcus Garvey, right? He tried to actually deliver the black people in America, um, from their economical disposition that they were in, right? Disadvantaged by white America, um, all these bullshit post-slavery laws, um, the lack of funding because of the lack of jobs, resources and shit, right? So he was trying to, he was preaching economic empowerment, trying to, you know, build within his group of people. Um, so that, that would be, uh, trying to deliver them from a plight and you had Malcolm X did the same thing talk about black empowerment black economics uh, self-reliance as a group right uh, not relying on white America to teach us or um, house us or give us jobs right make our own opportunities off the little that we did have I'm not going to necessarily use Martin Luther King because he was trying to integrate he wasn't actually trying to deliver people from a plight but deliver them into a plight um, further that would further jam us up, right? White people wasn't giving a shit. What what the fuck we want to live around them for so that they can have the resources in front of us? Like, that shit didn't make sense. So I wouldn't classify Martin Luther King as a, a christened one, an anointed one, or even a messiah. Um, and then you have Tupac. Um, well, you know, before I get to Tupac, you had Haile Selassie, right? Uh, Ethiopian leader, um, that I think, you know, he, he taught the people of Ethiopia self-reliance, self-empowerment. Um, and Ethiopia is like one of the few countries in Africa that's never been colonized, right? Uh, people weren't enslaved. The white people didn't come in and take over shit like they did South Africa. Um, you know, because he taught his people self-reliance um, as a group. And to not be, not to be overcome by uh, outsiders, right? Um, so that would be a Messiah, a Christian one, a savior. And in, in, in essence, he did save the people of Ethiopia from being colonized. Um, and then Tupac, right? Fast forward. Um, I say about roughly about 21 years to uh, Holly Selassie's death. Uh, Tupac was trying to deliver black people from the fl- plight of oppression from white people, right? At the hands of the government or just white racist oppressors right 
Uh, he wasn't really necessarily teaching oppression, but to stand up to the uh, oppressive government. You know, whether that be arm yourself, shoot back. And as we know, um, he actually was the epitome of, you know, defending yourself from the oppressor. They stomped him out in 93 uh, when he got a little bit more resources and notoriety took off. He saw a brother getting fucked up by the LAPD and he blasted him. Right. Or not LAPD, the Atlanta PD. Right. Um, and he, they were off duty. And he saw a brother just getting fucked up by two white men. Right. He just pulled the strap out and start blasting. Right. Trying to get him up off the dude's ass. Um, and that's what he talked a lot about, right? In his music. Not being step, stepped on, oppressed, ran over, and having people fuck you up, right? That don't look like you. Or people that don't that look like you. Don't take shit from nobody, right? Um, and then he talked about poverty and, you know, what to do with it. Uh, about the plight, right? Get your own. You know, become self-made like he did. Uh, came from the streets of Baltimore. Uh, moved to LA and he hustled he grind to be a famous uh, renowned rapper uh, so he actually spoke a lot about standing up to the powers that be in his music uh, and and standing up to motherfuckers that look like you right don't take you no shit from nobody people set you up you know roll over them try to crush their career like he did Biggie not saying Biggie actually had him shot but he knew the people that were involved in having, uh, having him shot and he was destined to sh destroy him, right? That's defending yourself, right? Defending your legacy, defending your work, defending who you are, not to let nobody try to take that away from you, right? Um, and then we have fast forward Nipsey Hussle, right? Guy I've been talking about self-reliance, black uh, economics, black empowerment since the conception of his career, right? And a lot of interviews I've seen, right? He didn't have a lot of jewelry on. And interviews were interviewers would ask him, like, you know, where's the chain and this, that, and the third. And his response was always, you know, I'm not really into all that. I'm not really a, a, a show offy guy, right? Even though, you know, as of late, before he was murdered, you did see him in the media with a lot of chains. And I mean, people not having anything, the allure of having shiny, nice things, everybody's susceptible to it. But aside from that, he actually went outside of himself right he didn't get his rap money and moved to calabasas and you know beverly hills and shit and, and isolated himself away from the people like most rappers did even tupac didn't do that shit i mean he might have bought a house you know away from the hood but he was always in the hood amongst the people right helping the people you know from what i gathered to when i was younger tupac had actually contributed to several charities helped the people he knew shit when the guy died he, he died broke so we can only attest that aside from legal matters, right? He wasn't hoarding all the money, right? He could have took all his money, moved the fuck away and just kept throwing out albums and hoarding the money. But he gave most of it away um, when he wasn't fighting court cases and shit. But Nipsey hustled the same minus the court cases, right? He managed to stay out of trouble and shit, not rack up a whole bunch of legal fees from, you know, getting into fistfights, altercations and dumb shit, right? But he was actually building shit. He built the Marathon store over there off of Slauson, um, a fish uh, uh, fish restaurant where he was trying to actually introduce healthy food to the people uh, in South Central. You know, I had a little phone company. I think it was a Boost Mobile, if I'm not mistaken. He had a little he bought the whole uh, shopping plaza. Right. And he was telling people about self-economics, self-reliance. You know what I'm saying? Black economics. 
uh, black empowerment, build your neighborhood up, right? He could have went out to Hollywood and stayed the fuck away from the people and not built shit. But he got his bread and he actually was telling people about building stuff in the community and he actually was leading by example. Which, in the day that we live in, the days that we live in, a lot of motherfuckers are self-centered, right? So to actually preach economics and uh, self-empowerment and actually show people what you're talking about, you'd have to be anointed, especially in these days and times. Because most people, like I said, are self, self-absorbed, self-centered, right? They don't give a fuck. They're selfish and they don't care about nobody but themselves. As long as they eating good, dressing good and wearing not diamonds and shit and driving good, they don't give a fuck about nobody else. So in this day and time, you got to be christened, anointed, right? A messiah, right? Um, so given all those examples and things that people that I feel like were christened, right? Um, well, I ain't going to call the man Christ cause I don't actually buy into religion. Um, theoretically, if all that mumble jumble from the Bible scriptures is, is remotely true, then it has to be applied to people of current times, right? Um, you know, um, but that's just my analysis on it. I could be wrong. Uh, I've been wrong many a times. But this one, I don't think I am, right? Especially as it pertains to the words, right? Christ, Messiah, Savior, right? I think that's applicable to apply it to those people, right? Because they actually did do something that was beyond just themselves, right? They could have been self-centered, self-absorbed and selfish, right? Holly Selassie could have been a dictator that just oppressed the people, hoarded all the, the resources and shit like Saddam Hussein did, but he didn't. You know, Tupac could have got all his money and, and, and made nice, f- colorful songs, but lived out in Calabasas like Drake does. But he didn't. You know, Marcus Garvey, you know, he built he built his little uh, mini import empire. Right. I think if I'm not mistaken, he had. um uh, like large uh, ship vessels he had a, a, a plethora of businesses he could have preached all that he could have obtained all that and I gave the people shit right uh, Malcolm X he could have became, became like um, a public figure public, public speaker could have been accepting money from white colleges to talk about things that Cornell West talks about right and got the fuck away from Harlem or Detroit and never been went back to the inner cities. He could have done that, but he didn't. Uh, who else? I think I just named all of them, right? Anybody that that's going beyond themselves, not being self-centered and absorbed, I would have to. I would have to uh, give them the title of christened one, right? Especially. If they're telling people how to deliver themselves from a plight and actually assisting and delivering them from a plight. Right. Nipsey Hussle opened all those businesses. I'm I'm assuming he hired people that probably without his help, they probably would have been like, you know, they they could have became something with a scuffle to get where they, you know, saying where they needed to be. Right. But he gave them a leg up. Right. And he talked about it and actually not only talked about it, but actually assisted people in actually doing it, right? So that more people could lead by example. They see him doing it, then he puts them in a position to do it, then they could do it to somebody else. And it's like a domino effect, right? They could help someone else, right? One step uh, for helping people out of a plight 
is by helping them and showing them how to do um, what it is that they need to do to help someone else out of that plight. And it's a domino effect. If everybody does that, then everybody eventually be delivered from an economical hard standing or economic plight, right? Disposition or disadvantage. So in that sense, I'd have to say that, you know, all these people that I've named probably were christened people and they deserve the title. Right. And there's a fucking commonality in all the people. Right. That spoke about good things, spoke about economic empowerment, uh, building your neighborhood, building your community um, so that you could actually like give opportunities to other people. There's a common thread. Right. All these people were killed. Right. Ali Selassie was killed. They didn't find his body until the 80s, right? Marcus Garvey, he, while he wasn't killed, was deported back to Jamaica and all his assets were seized, right? Tupac was murdered, right? It just conveniently looked like it was the gang member that they stomped out in the MGM Grand. And then you have Nipsey Hussle, killed by a deranged lunatic. Dude didn't want no jewels. He didn't want to rob him. He just smoked him, right? And that's something in the black community you always got a fucking second guess. Anytime anybody of any wealth of resources is killed, but ain't shit taken from them, that was a, they, they, that wasn't fucking about no money, right? That wasn't about economic hard standing. That wasn't even that, that didn't even seem like hate. That just seemed like they just didn't want them to exist, and and they wanted to execute them, right? Just like Jesus Christ talked to the people, gave the people fish, gave them bread, brought people back from the dead for what? To be set up by his own people and executed by the Romans. So, anyways, that's just been my ideals on if these people that actually uh, randomly appear and talk talk a good game and eventually get murdered, is it more than just you know coincidence, happenstance, um, or these people just maybe they're just good people, right? What a public platform. Or maybe these people actually have a message and are trying to deliver us from whatever fucking plight we seem to be in. Anyways, that's just been my ideals and thoughts on that opinion um, or on that topic. If you'd like me to expand on this one or any other one, send your comments to glee394gmail.com. And if you want these church nuts that take the Bible as face value and they can't be any other christened or Christ-like people that appear, fucking mother. <laughs>